0: CBT News, the voice of the retail automotive industry.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to CBT News. I'm Bridget Fitzpatrick. Thanks so much for joining us today. With the election only seven weeks away, both major party candidates have made their stop in the auto-centric state of Michigan. Both Biden and Trump realized the importance of the swing state as it was instrumental in the 2016 election. Both candidates focused heavily on Michigan last week, laying out their policies for the auto industry. While both candidates are aiming to increase production and boost jobs, both have very different methods of getting there. While Biden wants to expand global trade, Trump was quick to withdraw the U.S. from the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a massive deal negotiated by the Obama administration. Trump has focused more on the bordering countries of Canada and Mexico, renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement and replacing it with the USMCA. Before the pandemic, Trump was able to boost record levels of employment. In his second administration, Trump is looking to recover lost jobs by using trade deals to bring back U.S. production. Biden's proposal emphasizes on the auto industry with a presidential candidate claiming to bring 1 million new jobs to the American auto industry. Biden's plan is heavily reliant on the increase in government spending. Fiat Chrysler and PSA have agreed to amend their planned merger. The executive boards of both companies made the decision to move forward with the combination agreement made in December of 2019. Moving forward with the merger will allow the companies to maintain a 50-50 balance on the economic value of the combined enterprise. The new entity will be called Stellantis and the deal is expected to close during the first quarter of 2021. After spending nearly two years in Japanese custody, former Nissan executive Greg Kelly appeared in court on the opening day of his trial. Kelly is accused of assisting his former boss, Carlos Gowen, in hiding tens of millions of dollars of pay from regulators. Kelly appeared on trial alone as Gowen escaped to Japan last year, fleeing to Lebanon. In court, Kelly pleaded not guilty, stating that his discussions with Mr. Gowen were permissed on being legal and for the benefit of Nissan. General Motors is playing the game known as the EV market, and CEO Mary Barra says they intend to win. During the web presentation for the RBC conference, Barra claimed that EVs represent the key growth segment for General Motors. Barra said, quote, we are going to win in EVs and give our customers an amazing ownership experience, end quote. Barra also said that GM had allocated more than $20 billion in capital and engineering resources to EVs and battery development. GM also announced the date for the big reveal of one of its premier EVs, and it comes with a unique feature. The GMC Hummer electric pickup is scheduled to be revealed on October 20th, and it will feature a crab mode. In a short video shown on Monday, GMC showed reporters the Hummer's four-corner steering and crab mode that will allow the vehicle to move diagonally. GMC says that this new feature is custom-made for off-roading customers. The Hummer is expected to offer up to 1,000 horsepower and up to 11,500 pounds fleet of torque. Coming up next on CBT News, we talk with Victor Antonio, sales trainer and motivational speaker.
0: This segment brought to you by Elen Solutions. This is CBT News. The voice of the retail automotive industry.
1: Sales managers often find themselves looking for ways to motivate their teams and take the next step in their development. Victor Antonio is a renowned sales trainer, motivational speaker, and author of 13 books. Victor joined CBT to talk about strong leadership skills and the difference between coaching and mentoring. Take a look.
2: Talk to us about the the best way that sales managers today can bring that motivation and instill that motivation in their sales departments. You know, it's a tough time out there and you've got some spouses of salespeople that, that are unemployed or maybe they're, they're home, you know, uh, schooling their children or what have you and maybe money's tight. And it's hard to come in and want to greet customers, you know, when, when half of your life is kind of falling apart somewhere financially and you don't know what the future is. So talk to us about that.
0: You know, as a manager, because I've been in that position where you have salespeople who are demotivated, especially if they're not selling. You know, sales is always about certainty and anxiety. I always say that balance, right? So our right. job is to increase certainty and reduce anxiety. And so a big thing a manager can do is figure out how to reduce the salesperson's anxiety. What are they struggling with? Yeah. Is, is, is it the presentation, right? Is it the pitch? Uh, is it negotiating? Is it positioning? What is it? And each salesperson requires like a tailored suit, a customized fitting. Yeah. And you know, there was a study I think was done by Forrest or or Gartner, and I apologize for not knowing which one, but said every manager should spend minimum three hours a month coaching their salespeople. So that would be the big question is how much time are you as a sales manager coaching your salespeople? And then Jim, somebody asked me this question on my live stream. Says, Victor, what's the difference between coaching and mentoring? And I was like, that's a really good question. I thought about it, and to me the difference is this. A coach will give you instructions, right? Almost like a baseball coach or a golf coach. Don't hold the club like that. Aim it like this. Put your yes. hips like this. Right. Swivel like that. Don't turn. Look down. Keep it down, right? Right. And but the mentor is that person who gives you that moral support. Yeah. The one you can talk to when you're when you go into that little funk. Yeah. You know, you just lost a couple of people that just didn't buy you. Thought they were going to buy it. Came back to snap. Not going to do it or win somewhere else. And I think that's what uh, sales managers have to be more than just a coach. That's the easy part, I think. Yeah. Being a mentor, the mostly supportive person, that's what they have to be more of today.
2: That's right. That's right. I, I agree. I agree. And in times like this, managers and, and those coaches that you're talking about uh, are, are so vitally important, right? Because that salesperson that's out there, you just never know where their head is at that uh, on any given day, right? Because there's so much so much going on. So it's important, to your point, to, to have those one-on-ones that, you know, and, and do those uh do the, have those meetings, you know, at least to your point, three hours every month, I think you said, which is uh, which is so important, right?
0: I mean, imagine for a moment that, that you know, one of your salespeople is not hitting. And our, our tendency in the past has always been, why aren't you hitting your number? What's yeah. going on? Right. You know, this whole scolding approach. Yeah. But what if you just walk up to the, you know, you slide up to your sales guy and says, I notice you're not hitting your certain numbers, certain things are being done. Tell me what's happening. Yeah. I want to understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? A more empathetic approach yeah. to try to bring them on board, pull them, in, pull them in emotionally.
1: All right, you can catch the rest of that conversation with Victor as he dives into the change that salespeople have to make during the pandemic right here at CBTnews.com. Have you signed up to join the CBT family yet? Well, sign up today so that you'll never miss a second of our extensive coverage of the retail automotive industry and valuable training tools to help generate more sales and success at your dealership. For more information, click on the subscription button on our homepage. Also, be sure to check out our auto market data, including the updated SAR, real-time inventory numbers, and much more at the CBT News Market Center, powered by LotLinks. That's all we have time for today, but be sure to check out more stories and full-length interviews at cbtnews.com. And remember to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Bridget Fitzpatrick. Thanks so much for watching today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.
0: Thanks for watching CBT News, the voice of the retail automotive industry. This is CBT News, the voice of the retail automotive industry.